0: Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neal. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam?
1: I'm somehow ill. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I've got some kind of cold or something. And I've got I've got a cough, but I'm fairly sure it's not anything nefarious. Um I've sneezing and coughing and sore throat and stuff. Which is impressive considering I've barely left my house and when I do I'm literally wearing a mask all the time. Yeah, uh, somehow contracted some kind of illness. Um, but um, I'm doing alright right. I'm fine.
0: Good. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe get get tested if it does stick around for a few days. But yeah. who knows how these things happen? Like, I haven't. I mean, I've left my house twice since since March the eleventh. And yep. At this point, I'm pretty convinced that somehow I got COVID.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think it's COVID. Like, I can still smell and taste, and I, like, I feel generally okay. It's just I I'm sneezing and coughing all the time. There's yeah, see,
0: like, wrong... I like, lost my sense of smell for, like, five days, and it was so weird. Yeah, so that's so probably strange. it.
1: That's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, but yeah, like, I feel I feel kind of okay myself. I'm just, It just sort of hurts to cough a bit. Um, but I mean, also, my partner's been tested twice, and they both come back negative, so... I, I, and we, you know, live in the same house and sleep in the same bed, so I'd be surprised <laughs> yeah. if, you know, if I had it and she didn't have it. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm just... Trying to go absolutely Good. crazy. <laughs> As we all are.
0: What oh, a year it's been, eh? Um Yeah. I mean. It can be, it's December. Like, <laughs> it's actually December.
1: I mean, yeah, there's the thing. Like, March simultaneously feels like two weeks ago and like three years ago. I don't.
0: Yeah. The passage <laughs> of time has just
1: been completely bizarre. And weeks seem to last no time at all. Like, it feels like it was Monday yesterday, honestly. Um, yeah. But also, I can't remember what I did at the start of the week and I, I can't remember anything about it so time is immaterial
0: <laughs> fully with you on that one. <laughs> How are you doing Yeah I'm I'm all right pretty much just just the same whatever this this lingering illness I've got is still still kicking about I uh, had my tests uh, at the hospital haven't had like a whole lot of results back but at the time that like they said that they didn't think there was much to to be worried about so so that's good news at least Excellent but, news yeah Yeah, still like feeling like super fatigued and just like having like weird pains and stuff, and I'm just kind of convinced it's it's like long COVID at this point. But whatever, we'll see. We'll see what also
1: could also be some kind of flu. Who knows. Who really knows? Oh just we're ill. We're just ill. Yeah. Twenty twenty you're just ill all the time, kind of. Just yeah. <laughs> for no particular reason.
0: <laughs> oh, the worst, yeah. If we just have a, have a like a re roll of this yeah, that'd be good.
1: I mean the thing is as well, like, it's just gonna be the same in January and February. Yeah. Like the world's gonna yeah, be the same. Probably. A horrible mess that it is already. But at least that's some kind of goal i guess like to get to like at the time of recording there's another 26 days we're going to get through and then you know like i said january 1st we'll just it's exactly the same but uh, at least you get to, it's like a milestone right <laughs>
0: like, just surviving hashtag just life about, goals yeah, like, pretty, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly i've managed to exist this long that's that's all i can over at this point
0: but yeah i mean you know mentally i'm fine so that's that, that's a good thing at least that's a good thing for sure yeah should we uh should we talk some some Magic the Gathering stuff this week?
1: Oh, absolutely. Let's do that.
0: Cool. So once again, it's been a little while since we like we last did one of these. How's your your interaction? The, 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 try that again. It's been a little while since we last did one of these. How's your run? Inter- I can't say it. interaction <laughs> with Magic been since then.
1: It's been pretty good. I'm really looking forward to you keeping on those flobs in. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is. It's been fine. Um, I haven't really played that much. We've done a couple of uh, webcam FMs. Yeah. where I played modern and had a miserable time because I don't enjoy modern, but it's the film I ever wanted to play, and I wanted to play magic with people. Um, I mean, I had fun because they're nice people and I enjoy interacting with them and whatever, but modern just still isn't the format for me, unfortunately. Uh, so I you know, bought and then sold all my modern cards <laughs> in the space of like, two weeks, so as is my way. Um,
0: yeah, I keep sort of like dipping into like have a look at modern content every now and then. It, the format just looks so strange. It looks like a million miles away from yeah. what I remember.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, there's a... Stoneforge Mystic, Cryptic Command, Joke's the Mindsculptor deck. That sounds great. I want to play all those cards. Um, and then I, I just got completely destroyed by Death Shadow and Primeval Titan decks. I mean, okay, this isn't... <laughs> for, Cryptic Command just doesn't cut it anymore, Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I, was, I, I had a nice time interacting with people. Good. Um, Good. And then built another Commander deck after selling all my Commander decks. I was. Ju- it's just something to do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine in three weeks' time, I'll probably just sell that again and Whatever, but that, that's mainly the cycle my job. Yeah. My job is buying and selling magic. My life is buying and selling magic. It's it's pretty much it. No I'm, I'm here talking about buying and selling magic. <laughs> that's been pretty much it. I've played very little. I'm i I'm still very much off arena. Um Yeah. We've we've played a couple of commander games together, that's been nice.
0: It has. It's been very fun.
1: I mean, I say nice. It's been nice to play Magic with you. The actual games were complete trash. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's just, you know, just just sort of a casual sort of engagement with it, um, which yeah, is good when it, you're recording a of the
0: podcast. I, I think podcast. I think it's been good as well. I've been pretty much doing the the same thing myself, uh, sort of taking a bit of a step back and just kind of doing that casual thing. And, yeah, I've really enjoyed our, our Webcam Commander games that we've played been drafting some cubes on on, uh, magic online as well so did a bit of vintage cube which was always fun it's Mm -hmm. it's class love the vintage cube then i've also been playing the corset cube uh, which was like fantastic and i really really wish i'd gotten into it sooner
1: my favorite thing about you cubing is that you send me screenshots of your decks and say (laughs) "What what would you do here i need to cut six cards and then I genuinely recommend six cards you should cut, and you're just like, no. <laughs> you just wanted to show off your deck, and that's fine. Like You don't need to pretend to ask me for advice. Uh,
0: yeah, I think, like... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely... Re- if it comes back, if this Corset Cube comes back at some point, I definitely recommend everyone giving it a go. I think, like, it was surprising. I think if you come to me with the premise, like, Corset Cube, then... I probably wouldn't be that I mean it's cube so yeah sure I would be interested but I don't think I'd be that interested like if you compare it to like vintage or legacy cube but they kind of took like the greatest hits of core sets and just smushed them all into one cube and it was surprisingly really fun
1: are you just supposed to draft golos if you find it
0: Uh not even no I think the, uh, so I I played a few blue white control decks like obviously which were really fun um, the blue black reanimated deck was really good as well I played a horrendously bizarre uh, Grixus Dragon deck, which was terrible but a load of fun. Uh, I found that the best decks tend to be sort of like the like the green, green, black, green, white sort of Maverick decks. Really, just like making a making use of all of like the the Planeswalkers and sort of toolbox cards, and yeah, they they were really good. I could never beat them.
1: Sweet, that makes me happy to hear.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, the problem doesn't... is
1: my my heart just belongs to Vintage Cube.
0: Yeah, like Vintage Cube is is the best, but this this is definitely definitely was it was a nice surprise.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of the cubes they've they've sort of tinkered with in the past, like Legendary Cube and stuff, have missed the mark a bit, um, and have been been fun enough in their own in their own right. But then you just like, I wish I was just drafting Vintage Cube <laughs> most of the time yeah. with these cubes. I like some they've had some cool cool iterations and like they've got community um, cubes and. That's, prominent magic people to make their own you know submit their own cubes and well, have yeah you that's
0: it this is this is was one of the community cubes and it like so, i've definitely I've, I've played so i play most of the cubes that go up and the like the Tokyo cube was quite good um but then some of the the others that they've had just just haven't been that good like they've been fine fine a draft but definitely pale in comparison to like the regular like cubes that they have sort of on rotation like vintage cube yeah. like cube modern cube whatever but I would love like if they just slotted this one into that rotation as well. I think it would be fantastic. You, you've got a lot of the there's quite a lot of crossover with some of the the cards as well. Um, like I said, it's just like taking a greatest hits from core sets. So you've got the Titans are in there, Frost Titan, Sun Titan, Primeval Titan, you know, all of these cards which are very powerful. And see, playing Vintage and Legacy Cube, they're there too. Bane Slayer Angel is like good in the cube as well. Like icy manipulator is in there. Just loads of really good cards.
1: Sweet. It sounds, sounds like you've had fun playing Magic. That's nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's been good. It's been a nice change. In streaming those cubes as well. So it's been good. I think my my views have gone up, and uh, I've, it's just been a load of fun. I had a lot of good uh, good times with this cube. So I hope to bring it back. Sweet.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they will.
0: Yeah. I think we should move on to something completely different. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When reviewing our episode last time, when we were reviewing our, our predictions for Magic in 2020 uh, from last year, we could hey, it's, it's about time that we do our predictions for 2021, so let's have a bit of fun. I think that that's going to get wild for some baseless speculation.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I'm just going to throw it out there. My first prediction is that I'll say that I'm going to quit Magic and then two weeks later sell all my cards and then buy them all back again. Yeah. That's just I the mean, cycle yeah. of me playing Magic.
0: Prediction number zero, Magic the government will die. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Cool, who wants to who wants to go first?
0: Uh I guess I'll I'll start We'll take it in turns, I guess, this this time to go Sweet. Yep. sort of one each. So sure. uh, my first one is that in twenty twenty one we'll see something that destroys planeswalker emblems.
1: Oh god, I hope not.
0: Yeah, I I, I think it's gonna happen. It's 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 bound to happen, right? Like the way every set, every year they're just, they're stepping up the power level, and like, the one thing, the one thing that seems sort of sacred, since it was introduced, is, is that you can't interact with Planeswalker and like, you can't remove them, you can't destroy them, or whatever, uh, but oh, I think over time, the past two, three years especially, we've seen things that have, that have really, really changed, like, what is, what is this sort of, you know, unspoken rule, stuff like, Planeswalkers are d- an uncommon and oh Green can do this now and it, it, it definitely seems that the needles move so much that I, I'm just not surprised by anything now and I think that it seems the next logical step that we're going to see something that is going to destroy uh, or get rid of Planeswalker emblems
1: mm-hmm. I mean I think <sighs> Planeswalker emblems don't really <laughs> exist anymore <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> they, they have them but like they're, they're not really the end goal yeah, and you don't really. You, obviously, you never evaluate a Planeswalker on their ultimate. Yeah, and course. also they have been toning down ultimates. Yeah, gone are the days of Jace the Mind Sculpture and Liliana the Veil, where the ultimates just you know win the game on the spot. Win the game on
0: spot, yeah, for sure.
1: Or stuff like Elspeth, Sun's Champion, where the entire point of playing that card is to eventually get to the emblem and win the game using it. Yeah, there haven't been any great emblems for a while, and I think if they just print a card that destroys emblems it's not going to be that useful unless they're really going to push emblems back. I think it would have to take them making emblems good again to warrant printing that kind of card and it will just sort of mess up historically good cards with emblems. So your Beths and Gideon which has the, the the non-ultimate emblem and stuff like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, potentially. Potentially. but I, I, I just think that in some commander set or supplementary set they'll stick something in that'll interact with Planeswalker emblems you know, you look at like, Trax is still the most popular commander. Like, Planeswalkers are definitely popular in that format, and yes, they're very much aware that that's where they make all their money. Sure, I think they'll so probably they do it,
1: and then and then it won't actually have that much of an impact, and we'll just move on.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it'll be. I think I think that that's a that's a a pretty reasonable take on it. But I think it'll be very much like you know, the Mox effect or the Lotus effect. So like they'll they'll print this card that'll say. It'll be the only card in the game that interacts with planeswalker on them in that way. So instantly it's it pre-orders at $100 or whatever and everyone goes wild and buys all the sets. Yeah, like they, they, they very much understand their audience and how to, how to milk them for all they, they can, really. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think the thing with magic at the moment is just that they're okay with massacring all of their sacred cows. Yep, Anything that like, is either, either a written or an unwritten rule of Magic the Gathering, they can just mess about with at any point, any given time. You see that except, with, except
0: for the reserve list. For except for the
1: reserve list, because that's a legal mess and a nightmare, and there's contracts drawn up and they'll upset loads of people, uh, apparently. But they they're just willing to change all these these, whether they're steadfast rules or, or rules that sort of exist in in the general magic community, right? Of things that are, that are true yeah. they'll, they'll just they'll toy around with stuff and change stuff, and we, we see see that with stuff like uh, feed the swarm. Right, where black now has targeted enchantment removal stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. These sort of written rules of just what can and can't happen in Magic, they're more than willing to to change at any point. And I think destroying emblems is could be part of that. I kind of hope they don't. It seems like a an unnecessary design space. I don't think emblems make games of Magic any better or worse. And I think in the games of Commander, if you're losing to a planeswalker emblem, either your opponent is playing <laughs> a far too overpowered Draxer deck, or you're just not assessing threats correctly. Yep. and I think calling for Watsy to do something about emblems when the problem is you <laughs> not being able to effectively deal with planeswalkers, then I, I think that's kind of unnecessary but I, I, again I can see it happening so yeah, we'll I, I
0: think that, that's a perfectly perfectly sensible take on it but at the same time you're not Pre-ordering a hundred and fifty dollar Nyx Lotus, are you? Or yeah. Mox Lotus or whatever?
1: Uh, <laughs> Jewel Lotus, yeah. Jewel I'm Lotus, not. that's the one. I'm
0: not. Oh, Mox Mox Lotus is the next one, isn't it?
1: Doesn't Mox <laughs> put Lotus put them exist? both on the card? Is Mox, isn't Mox Lotus like a silver border card or something? It's probably. It sounds like a silver border yeah. card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that because I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't want to say the person that pre-ordered uh, Jeweled Lotus for ninety five euros from us was stupid, but also. I think it was a bad idea and a bad use of their money and i was very happy to receive that order
0: (laughs) (laughs) i agree with all of those things (laughs) cool so what's your first prediction then for 2021
1: so i'm going to go with uh, most of my takes are kind of most of my predictions are kind of vanilla and kind of things that i'm just genuinely sure are probably going to happen sure and my first one is definitely part of that so modern horizons 2 will have a band card (laughs) <laughs> there will be a card yeah, from modern true. horizons 2 that is banned in a format yeah i think that's a perfect
0: <laughs> like, take as well like yeah the fact that we know you know nothing about the set at all apart from that uh the the enemy fetch lands are going to be in there somehow uh whether they'll be reprinted or box toppers or whatever i mean i guess they've said they're going to be in as rares have not they yes okay yeah even at this point like we know the land cycles them at rare I think it's perfectly reasonable to say there's going to be something that's going to break a format somewhere.
1: I f- think I'm right in saying that Modern Horizons 2 would have been in development before Modern Horizons 1 came out. Roughly the timelines. Or, or at least Modern Horizons 2 would have been in development in, in some in some respect before all the cards got banned from Modern Horizons in, across all the formats.
0: Yeah, probably, probably.
1: And I'm not sure how much they can go back and tinker with stuff and change stuff. And I also think... They're gonna either Modern Horizons two is going to be really disappointing in terms of power level, and they're really gonna dial it back, and it's gonna be kind of boring, and we're not gonna see stuff like force negation and Hergak and red Six etc. Or it's just gonna be more of the same, and they're gonna push the envelope in a different direction, but it's still gonna be busted, yeah. and we're gonna to have to ban something somewhere. <laughs> I think that's a like I said, a fairly base take <laughs> and a fairly yeah, safe I prediction.
0: Think so. I, I think that de- I definitely agree with that. I'd quite like to see them do some reprints from cards from Modern Horizons one in Modern Horizons two.
1: I would hope they do something like that. I, mean, I, I think, Force of Negation will just need reprints all the time. Yeah,
0: Force of Negation, and yeah, I don't know whether they'll whether they'll produce like collector boosters or set boosters or, or something for the set. But yeah, ways to get cards like Force of Negation and like Urza sort of tied to the set would be would be good. I think
1: some kind of reprint, yeah. I think I think would be whether that's in the set or not. Because I quite I quite liked that Modern Horizons was literally like reprints that don't exist in modern or brand yeah. new cast modern. Yeah, I, that I like the, I like that model. It's a cool it's it's potentially dangerous as we've seen. But yeah. it's a it's a cool a cool way to do things. So I I kind of don't want them to just reprint print stuff and have Modern Horizons two be like Modern Horizons masters in a certain respect. Yeah,
0: totally. I, I get that for sure. I think that's it. Like I really, really do like that that model. Like the only cards are new or weren't modern legal, but I think like if you keep doing that, like at some point you do need to reprint those cards. And I, I can't imagine many of the desirable cards will, will you know be be able to fit into a standard set. No.
1: I would I would be very surprised. <laughs> the, the the fetch lands that we know are getting reprinted essentially fit into the snow covered land slot, right? Like they're yeah. just we need to put these somewhere and I'm I'm kinda of fine with that. Yeah, for sure. And I don't really want them to, like, you know, finish the <laughs> finish the Mon Horizons land cycle just yet. Yeah. I don't really want a, a blue white horizon canopy. <laughs> or a blue black horizon canopy. Uh so I think like i not I don't. I don't want them to. The whole thing to be a lot of reprints. Yeah, totally. I, I agree to bond with cuts. That one. Yeah, but I think something will be banned. I think they'll they'll push something too far and it'll be broken somewhere. Probably cool. Seems reasonable. Probably popper. <laughs> Almost <laughs> certainly
0: popper. <but. laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. So my next prediction is, uh, twenty twenty one we will see the return of the one hundred dollar booster. Ooh. Okay. I. I assume we'll be getting a master set at some point next year. Um, they, you know, they've, they've done that thing like they did sort of towards the end of twenty nineteen, where we knew all well, we knew all of the sets, or at least all of the scheduled sets. But there's there's definitely a chance they're going to pop a master set in there, or they'll do VIP boosters for Modern Horizons two. I think it'll be be one of the two. But I, mm-hmm. I can definitely see definitely see that coming back. I think they were obviously a very Controversial product at the time, but yeah, I, th- I think they've they've sold quite well. I I assume I assume they've sold quite well to their target audience, and yeah, I can't imagine they they won't bring it back.
1: It's a shame they're dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you open a VIP booster now, you are going to have a bad time. I think yeah. the same is true with double masses in general we have a bunch of Double Masters stock still, Uh, because people just... It's part of the sort of hype machine and the the cycle of just releasing new sets and by the time we have enough stock of Double Masters uh, Zendikar Rising or whatever the next set was after that M21 possibly was out, so people were hyped about that and then you had Zendikar Rising or whatever the next set was and then you have Commander Legends and just by the time that stores have requisite stock of Double Masters, the next thing is just so much more interesting. Uh, Yeah
0: Totally, totally agree there. I think as far as like singles go, I think now is a fantastic time to buy anything that was in double masters, but sealed product. Yeah. I would, I would, yeah, leave that well, well, well Especially
1: alone. extended art foils. I would, I would snap yeah. them up because they are absurdly cheap and they will just go open press.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: The, the the thing with the VIP boosters, for double masters specifically, is that you're opening, uh, Jace the Mind Sculptor, like for, you know, extended art foil, or force of foils, extended art foil, or you're losing money on the pack now. Yeah. depending on the price that people have them at and, and obviously there will be if you sit on Double D- Masters VIP boosters in a couple of years they'll be worth opening um, or at least worth moving but currently you're, li- you're literally playing a lottery where you're opening and, and the card you're opening it's not even uh, I-, I don't know if you've listened to this week's Brainstorm Brewery but they were talking basically about collector boosts and stuff there's no like money card there's, yeah. there's no oh, I'm going to pay £100 for this booster and there's a chance I open a £1,000 card and I win the lottery, and it's a one in a thousand chance. But I get to open this big, sort of shiny, special version of a card. What you're opening yep. from your hundred dollar, ninety pound booster pack is maybe hundred and twenty pounds worth of cards, maybe. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes you're opening sixty pounds worth of cards, and it, it's not worth the investment. I think I think there are a lot of complaints about just the fact the existence of a hundred pound booster w- yep. was a problem, and I understand those, but I think it's kind of fine. If if you if people are going to willing to buy a hundred pound boost packs then let them do it if that's what they want to spend their money on or if they have some kind of spec in mind and stuff like that collectors what have you but in terms of just them being a a good thing to open they're just not (laughs) you had a lot of people who were just okay i you know i can get this for a good price or i've saved up money this is my one big splurge on magic for this month or this year or what have you whatever your your budget allows and you open them and it's not (laughs) it, <laughs> the value isn't there. Yeah. There's no big special value. You're opening li- literally Force of Allegiance, the or everything else will lose you money on the pack. And the, the foil, the, the, the rest of the pack, li- literally, it's the extended art foil. You know, the box topper foils are literally the only things worth opening in that pack. And even then, you if you get an Expedition Map or a Crop Rotation, you've lost money. Meddling Mage is like five pounds. Like even even like big spicy mythics, like D- Doubling Season, just isn't worth any money yeah. comparative to the cost of the boost pack. So I think they're going to do it again, and I think they'll sell well, and I think it's probably a good money maker for for Whatzi and Hasbro. Yeah, definitely. I'd, um, I'd, I'd I don't agree. think it's a bad thing to exist. I just think they're not <laughs> ever going to be worth <laughs> it, like they're, they're, unless they do like uh, the, like the masterpiece thing again, where yep. you know you have a chance to to uh, to open literally something that's worth seven times the price of the booster pack. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah, this manufactured this manufactured hype for. In these manufactured special cards. Yeah, but I, I imagine they'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, successful 100%. the first time. Uh, we sold our, all ours, so it they'll, 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 they'll continues to make money for, for stores and for. I imagine you can get one Amazon. <laughs> it probably makes Jeff Bezos some money. So it's yeah, a good idea. yeah, I
0: think they're, they're like eighty eight pounds on
1: Amazon currently. So like Well that's just undercutting most Yes, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, don't you just 10%. love capitalism? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, as, uh, as somebody who who bought one the first time as well, I I don't know. I don't know if I would rush out to buy another one. There would have to be something, you know, incredibly exciting in there potentially. But uh
1: It's a it reasonable was... thing to do week one. Or like week zero. Yeah. If you if you open it, you buy one for a reasonable price, you open it, you're probably gonna make the money on that week. And yeah. you've got the the fun and excitement of opening stupid shiny special no, it wasn't it before. wasn't fun or exciting <laughs> yeah. to be honest. It was a
0: gut wrenching feeling. i had it in yep. a booster pack.
1: <laughs> yeah, which when you spend three pounds on a booster pack, fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I got ten p out of my pack. That's fine. I spent three pounds, and I've you know budgeted for this, and I wasn't expecting to. You feel like one hundred pounds? You kind of you should never expect a return from sealed products and that's just a universal rule. And you should mm. only open sealed product if you, you can afford it and you really want to. It. Just it's fun. I like opening boxes every now and again, and don't expect a return from them because I've I've spent that ninety pounds on a booster pack, right? That's yeah, my money sure. gone. <laughs> um, and if I get some kind of return, cool. I'm not opening it for to get a return. But when you're opening a £100 booster pack, <laughs> you kind of want it to be worth the money. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. So uh, yeah, definitely.
1: these ones aren't anymore. They were week zero, week one. And if you can open them, because you wouldn't want to open the super special booster pack and, and have a fun time doing that, or not a fun time <laughs> doing that in your case, I suppose. Uh, and then you can immediately ship them and get... Like nine percent of your value back, then sure you've you've had a had a time, but they're not worth yeah, a, in it. Yeah, that's like
0: run. week one. Like I think I did I did okay. I did did pretty good from my pack, but looking at the price of, of everything I opened now, I I really don't think it's even worth the price of the pack now.
1: No, not not even close. I gar- I guarantee and you. And like you I, I had decent
0: hits, like yeah. foil full art sword of fire and ice, foil full art meddling mage, uh, foil thought foil Blasphemous act. I I really do not think that is. Like, £88? Uh,
1: foil Thoughtseize from Double Masters is worth less than a Lawwind non-foil. <laughs> I learned. I learned the other Amazing. day. Amazing. Yeah, those, that, that totals, totals about 50 £60 now.
0: If you are going to buy any singles from Double Masters, buy Foil Thoughtseize. It's the best card in Pioneer.
1: Yeah, and everyone's playing that format. Yep. <laughs> that format's <laughs> definitely informing prices. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they'll do it. They'll do it again. They'll, they'll do yeah, for a sure, stupid for sure. booster pack, and people will buy it, and it's fine.
0: So, what's your second prediction there, then?
1: Oh, I've got a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, racists will lose their mind about black and POC Vikings. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's spoilery to talk about things we kind of know from leaks for Kaldheim.
0: Possibly, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, so we assume Kai is there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we know that there, right? We know Kai is there. Good, yeah.
1: cool. Um, you know looking badass with a new hairstyle and like glowy axes, like like yeah. vi- Viking Norse axes instead of the, instead of the the daggers that she had before, or whatever she had, yeah. knives, some kind of some kind of sword. She has axes now, and they look really cool. the 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 splash art for for this looks really cool. And uh, yeah, I'm just imagining that some subsection society uh, are going to just lose their absolute minds and and get vaguely close to white supremacy and Nazism. Like, oh, Vikings are historically white and and, and, and and do that kind of thing. Uh, and then we're all going to laugh at them and hopefully kick them out of the magic community forever. Yeah, that would be good. My prediction for good. 2021 is that racists will still exist, which is <laughs> unfortunate. Um, oh, yeah, I right? um, uh, my my my. my, my but that's just change of prediction. I hope I get to have a conversation about this in person with someone and get to punch them in the face. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's what I hope. <laughs> it sounds good to me. I I predict there will be racism in the magic community. What a sad and completely accurate take that will be.
0: Yeah, so I I I fully think there will be at this point. Um, I think so. We we know some things through sort of leaks. Um, that, that yeah, there are definitely definitely some Vikings who are who are people of color uh, for sure. Um, uh, potentially the like the Odin figure. Is, is black, but we'll, Sick. we'll find out closer to the time. But I, I can imagine that is definitely going to make some fragile white men unhappy. That's my favourite thing to do. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I love when that happens. <laughs> I love when they go on the internet and get angry about things that don't matter and yeah. tie their entire personality just to whining about. Does not affect up.
0: them in any way at all. Like
1: <laughs> I just hope they get so angry they die. You know. Mm. They, just, they get into such a rage that they just choke on their own rage juice vomit I just think that would be really cool because they saw a black person in the Magic the Gathering set <laughs> be, be cool if racist died what's your next prediction? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree so yeah, m- <laughs> my next prediction uh, is also Caldheim related so my prediction is that time will have at least one nickel Bolas reference
1: okay, I think I know I think I know why you think this
0: yeah, so f- from the from the law, um, we know that Nicol Bolas was on Kaldheim at some point, or at least had had some communication with Ramaz, who mm-hmm. was a planeswalker who lived on Kaldheim, uh, From the the Duels of the Planeswalkers twenty fourteen uh, Android and iOS game,
1: <coughs> the pinnacle of law.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> which is between like between one or two cards and plane chase and. Uh, one or two sort of I guess sentences from the story that we've had in recent years <laughs> like the most that we know and the most that we've seen from Kaldheim is, is from the yeah, Magic 2014 Jewels of the Planeswalkers and, well
1: it was like when yeah. we vaguely knew about the existence of Eldraine because of some really really old like throwaway line on some kind of novel like,
0: yeah yeah it was like literally it was one throwaway line where Urza Urza dragged somebody to to Eldraine and then they complained that it was like Lorwyn but different and then that was it
1: that was, <laughs> that was the only reference we had to Eldraine at any point point.
0: and then like 25 years, years later a bunch of players went oh it's like it's like Lorwyn but different Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah exactly I do like that about magic lore that there's just sort of accidentally self-fulfilling like,
0: prophecies yeah sometimes. there's
1: just little things and we, we see that with stuff like Commander Legends uh, where you know these, these characters who have literally had like one flavour text ever from like 20 years ago finally get a fully fledged legendary creature or something Yep. I think it's one of my favourite things about magic and, and the lore that they inject like with uh, when you had you know Vengeful Pharaoh from um, whatever it was and it kind of had bolusy horns and no one yeah, picked yeah. up on it and then we had Amonkhet <laughs> and I, I, like, <laughs> stuff like that's really cool where they're just like, either they're, they're definitely not planting seeds for it it's just sort of I imagine it's a group of people who are scouring back through old magic cards and old lore and like, yeah, we should definitely just bring this back or like make a reference to this and stuff. And I think that's that's one of my favourite things about, about Magic and why it's so engaging just as a game. Yeah. Um yeah, that They sure. just pick up like random stuff and, and and flesh it out a bit more. And I think that's like stuff like Commander Legends is really, really good for that. And yeah, I, I imagine we'll probably get some kind of reference to Bolas, like historical sort of maybe like a some kind of monument to him or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think they'll be anything sort of, like, too glaringly, like, oh, Nickel Bolas, but, yeah, if there's, like, Bolas or, bolus horns and on, like, a big old Viking hut and some key art or something, maybe, like, I don't think there'll be any real sort of, like, direct references to them, but I think they're definitely going to be hints sort of flavour throughout, for sure.
1: Yeah, or there'll be like a random, really bad draft common that the, the flavor text will reference some kind of dragon god or something. Dragon god, or yeah, yeah definitely, like it'll be some definitely. Kind of fanatic bolus or something like that. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, I hope that's true.
0: Yeah, if like if the, I guess the the Ragnarok sort of uh, analogy is going to be bolus related, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I, I mean, mean, it's it's quite similar to to Armin I guess, really, with you know the return of the Godfarer and all that. But that's the kind of thing bolus would, would do i think just kind of go around all of the planes and make himself this this great sort of signifier of like the end times or the changing times and uh, yeah I, I think if the if there is some sort of equivalent of, of ragnarok on on kaldheim then yeah bolus has definitely got to be involved somehow
1: i do also really like the idea that he's just sort of kind of vaguely forgotten about but there's some remnants of him yeah, where it's just like, oh yeah, Bolas was here, and you know, he may, maybe in a in a previous timeline he was uh, a really big deal and, and did all these things. But at this point, we don't care about that. We care about the people of Caltime and, and whatever Kaya's storyline or, or, or whomever the the sort of title characters of the set is,
0: And yeah, I like that sure. sort of
1: just general reference. Uh, I mean, I just want more no oh, <laughs> I just boys. really love Bolas yeah, such <laughs> such an excellent it's, character and such a good buddy.
0: Oh, hands down, like. Just easily one of the best villains that the game has, and it's like even even when he's like trapped on the meditation realm, you know he's gonna find a way out. You know he's he's still pulling strings behind the scenes somewhere somehow. I oh he's he's fantastic. Just one of my favorite like characters I and mean, just just anything anything that I have yeah. taken an interest in media wise.
1: Yeah, as much as I dislike the Gatewatch and all that sort of stuff, at, at least you know when it was sort of dragged out and pushed down our throats a bit too much. I really like the Gatewatch versus the Bolas storyline, uh, yeah. and I think, like you know, when you get old fluff pieces that are just how Bolus interacted with this planeswalker or what it did, he did to this plane—that's just sort of a reference. Like with all, and when we had the, the M nineteen story between yeah. Bolus and Negan, it's just great. It's just, he's such a great character, um, and I think they've done they've done really well with with Bolas. So I, I hope he's some kind of—he's going to come back at some point, definitely. Same with Errol, oh, probably, right? Yeah, oh, yeah yeah, to 100%. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with just uh, us having these sort of set villains, and we don't need to introduce more big bads at this point. You have the Phyrexians, yeah, who are definitely going to come back at some point. Um, I was hoping next year, but probably not at this point. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, it's not on my predictions, but it could well be. Yeah. It
1: could well be. Uh, I, You've got the Phyrexians, you've got Bolas, you've got the Aldrazi, and those are kind of like the three big bads that keep recurring, and I think that's great. I think they, they always have new, interesting ways to introduce them. Like with Emmerichal um on Innistrad. and you know people complained <laughs> about Innistrad, but I think that, that story was excellent and yeah the, hands down we got to uh, yeah. see more about Emrakul and the, with the way that she gets into people's minds and makes them mad so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Baldus makes some kind of appearance like like and I think it's cool when they like I said when they do like some random draft and just has a vague reference to it and at some yeah. point three months after the set release you go, oh cool the reference to the bonus yeah I, I hope that was true
0: awesome so what's your, your next prediction then
1: uh, Secret Lair will contain another IP outside of Magic: of the Gathering it's yeah. a boring yeah. one I'm sorry oh, it's, it's fine I, I, have, I have a
0: Secret Lair prediction later too as well
1: yeah I, I think they're going to do it and we've found out this week that uh, Secret Lair was the least popular but also most popular uh, Walking Dead Secret Lair was the most and, and least popular Secret Lair they've done uh, yeah. everyone vocally hated it and then it sold the best out of every secret layer they've ever done <laughs> yeah um and i think it, you could...
0: it also it also sold the most to to non-magic players as well like, yeah of course it did yeah which which I, 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 I a i don't understand how they get that data and B, like surely surely if they sold like i don't know like two copies of it then that's selling more than any of a secret layer has to magic players
1: <laughs> i mean maybe there was some kind of uh like questionnaire they sent out to people that bought it afterwards or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't uh, bought a Secret Lair since the first drop, so I don't. I don't know. Maybe their system's changed or something, or maybe they send some kind of questionnaire. Maybe they send some kind of questionnaire to these people to find out how. But yeah, it was the best selling one, and I think WotC and or Hasbro would be silly to ignore that information. And the hype machine and the the outrage cycle just fueled the fire. And yeah, I. The, you are probably okay with pissing off a great proportion of their community in order to get more money and sell a thing that's very successful because, as we've seen, no one's talked about the Walking Dead Secret Lair since a week after it was announced. <laughs> no one cares anymore. <laughs> they know that they can just ignore that. Because it, it's actually inconsequential in terms of how people will engage with their game and how many sales they'll make.
0: Because yeah, people I will think lose their def-
1: absolute minds about it for a week and then we'll move on so they can keep doing it and I think they probably should in terms of a, from a business point of view they can just print from money from a
0: business point of view yeah sure but I, I think I think the frustrating thing is that like yes it's, it's the most like it's the best selling one that they've done so far and it's sold the most to people outside of Magic but the people who are outside of Magic buying them are just buying them for the Walking Dead characters on the cards why did they also have to be mechanically unique why couldn't they've just been reskinned cards of Walking Dead on them like surely those people would have bought them anyway, because they're not buying them for the ma- for yeah. magic reasons. Because it was a test run, so, what, so they had to test multiple different things at the same time. And
1: do you had, know what like, company we're talking about right now?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure.
1: <laughs> just shove everything on it, and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's think, it. It's I it's like like, like if if you want to test mechanically unique cards, do that as one run, but make it a separate run to the one where you you test completely different IP on magic cards for the first time, so you can get like better data on oh, whether or not one was more popular than the other. Like
1: No, because in some random article they get some schmo to write on the mothership. They can just use one to justify the other. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. That's, that's true. They, can, they can say, well, this wasn't popular because X reason, but it was popular because Y reason. We did them both at the same time, so we can prove that this was popular overwhelmingly and ignore yeah. the bit that we did, you know, they can say that it was popular because of IP, but not popular because of the unique mechanics, and yeah. then they can just like they, they don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they can they can do <laughs> they can do what they want. They just do one thing to justify the other. Yeah. And again, like it, it, I, I I got very angry at the time, and I think it was good that we all did because it sends it does send a message to WotC that we don't like this. And you know, obviously, yeah. the proportion of people that are on social media saying this is absolutely dumb. We don't like it. Uh, is a very, very small percentage of the, the Magic-playing population. But they're vocal people and they're, they're big people. You've got your content creators and they're just laying into how bad of, idea, how bad of an idea it is. And I think that's important that they know yeah. going forward that maybe we don't want exactly this. Maybe we want something like this because part of it was successful. And in terms of printing something that appeals to Walking Dead fans who may or may not intersect with Magic players it's probably a good thing in terms of making money for the company. Yeah. And as much yeah. as I hate corporations and stuff, I still want the company that makes my favorite game to make money. <laughs> so if they have to do that in <laughs> ways I disagree with, as long as it's, you know, not exploitative and horrendous. But, yeah. you know, if they get to, if they do that with, by doing these stupid IPs with mechanically unique cards, then I'm fine with it, kind of. I don't want them to yeah, do it, but I'm I, not going to be too mad if they make money off it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you... Summed it up nicely. Like it, just just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the same people. Thing with... People, people can, can get as vocal as as they want, yeah. and you know we can see we can say we don't want this, but then the data shows it's the best selling one of all time. So actually, the data shows we do want this, regardless of what we say.
1: Like the data is far more important to Hasbro execs than how such and such content creator felt about it or how. The podcast discussed it or how it was talked about in lgs
0: <laughs> how many people get banned from twitch chat <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah exactly we, yeah it's the same as vip and collector boosters yeah I, they're not they're not a good idea for the magic players but they're a good idea for the company that wants to make loads of money off of magic players so yeah for sure do it and i think more we'll for you if you invest in one of those things Right, like that's that's the end of it. Yeah, I don't think you should, but if you do, then you are helping a company make money. So, uh, what's, what's the worst that could happen?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <sighs> what's your next one? So, my next one is that the the D anD D set one of the mechanics will be a dice rolling mechanic.
1: Oh please, please make so, dice rolling Blackboarder.
0: Yeah, I I think so. I think like core right at the core of, of any D anD D game is is the D twenty and I think, I think if they're gonna do it at some point, I think it, it's so it, it's for a mechanic that was very popular in Unhinged. We know that like the unsets are places where they do sort of beta beta test or have beta tested blackboarded card designs, and I think if they were going to do a a dice rolling proper RNG mechanic at any point, I think this is the this is the set where they're going to introduce it. Hell yeah, you know? uh, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's rolling dice. This is it. I think if you, you couple couple that with just like how everything is clearly designed for arena now, and how you can just easily do RNG on arena, then yeah, it it, it makes sense for me that they would they would definitely stick some sort of dice rolling mechanic in there.
1: Definitely, if we can have black black border coin flipping, which has made a visceral return, yep. um, it, we can definitely have black border dice rolling and i think that that would be great and you could have different kinds of dice you could have cards that say roll a d4 you could have cards that say roll a d10 and i think that'd be great and everyone should have dice with them all the time (laughs) and you could print you know your own special this there's a a bundle that's the special one that comes with some Time themed dice or some dungeons and dragons themed dice and this yeah, is the Jay's dice and this is the Liliana dice. And you you get to
0: do that and we that's we've, cool. yeah, we've seen it with, with Ravnica already, like they did like the, the Guildmasters set for yeah. the Ravnica D and D book that they did, yeah. where you got like a full uh polyhedral dice set with that. So yeah, I can imagine that they could easily do do a similar thing. Um some sort of special edition for core set for corset D and D or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Forgotten Realms, and yeah, that comes with a, a polyhedral set, and I think yeah, the, the main, if, if not the main I think one of the, the mechanics in it will, will involve rolling dice. Yeah, I
1: think it'll be class, And we've, we've yeah, seen I, them do I, I, RNG like a, before, so like, you know, Crystalline Giant. That's a yeah, card yeah, that
0: definitely. basically if you're playing with Pepper you should probably be rolling a dice, so Yeah, definitely, yeah, Crystalline Giant um, Oh, that one from Theros Beyond Death as well Haktos the car
1: <laughs> I can ask the car. Yeah, that involves randomly determining a number, determining yeah. a number. So instead of saying uh, randomly determine a number between one and what whatever number and whatever number, you say roll a d six and then do something with the result. And yeah, it's easy. It's yep. easy, and I think it would be really cool and really flavorful, and they could make yeah, products definitely. for it. So perfect.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's. I don't know, like I, I want to use the, the term baseless just because we haven't seen anything about the set we don't know anything about the set other than it's set in Forgotten Realms and will feature D&D tropes but I, I don't think it's completely baseless to have have vice rolling in Magic the Gathering when we've seen it in, in silver-boarded sets and yeah, when I think it's quite easy to do, do RNG in Magic these days
1: Yeah, definitely, and it works well in Arena and you can cool. have a cool animation for it
0: yeah, uh, animation is the bane of my life on Arena
1: <laughs> yeah but you can't there's no easy way for you to turn them off so
0: I wish you could yeah
1: I but programming could. it would just be an absolute nightmare
0: it's just, just WotC just has an anti-combo agenda that's it that's all it is <laughs> well
1: it's because it's they want it to be flashy and stuff and they assume most people who are, would be impressed by the animations wouldn't be playing stupid combo decks that involve you taking 3000 actions before you even get close to winning the game but yeah. they also because like if you if you your animations off and your opponent had them on. There's a time period, right, where it wouldn't matter. Yeah, up. You'd just sure. be sitting there with nothing happening, without actually having. Just once,
0: once again, just the bane of my life. Like, so I've, I've been playing. I guess to go on a tangent, I've been playing the um the deck that Kai has been playing in uh Zendikar Rising Championships, mm-hmm. and just like, I, I I die I die to the the rope far more playing this deck than I ever did playing Keth's combo. <laughs> but it's like I've got a Jace on board. I've got infinite mana. Uh, and I've got, here's my, here's the deterministic loop that I'm demonstrating to show that I can draw infinite cards, make infinite mana, and I've got a Jace on board oh no the rope goes, I have to pass the turn, and then I die to a Muxus the next turn, like
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, there are a lot of problems with the arena client still, surprisingly yep, yep that should have been one of our (laughs) predictions last year arena will continue to be subpar (laughs)
0: Or just like at least give us an em- emote. like I showed you my loop, please concede.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I agree. I showed you my loop, please concede. I showed you my loop, please respond.
0: <laughs> or don't respond,
1: please. <laughs> yeah, please don't respond. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back on topic. What's your your fourth prediction
1: there? So this is similar to your. We'll get hundred pound boots back. I think there will be a new booster product, probably. Okay, cool. They love to they love to do the booster fun. And we all think it's fun, right? It's
0: Yeah, great great fun. <laughs> Exciting.
1: I've had fun opening Collector Boosters, haven't you? The- uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So we've seen... I, I don't even think I've opened a Collector Booster, to be honest.
1: I've opened several, and they've all been disappointing.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've opened any. I genuinely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good, you shouldn't. <laughs> Probably because I've been locked in my house yeah, for most of, the- yeah. most of the sets I've been released in. Yeah, yeah.
1: And also it's like £18 for a booster pack, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so they've they've tried, they've done the collect boosters, and they seem to have been a, a quote-unquote hit with people. They did VIP boosters, and they seem to have sold very well. They did set boosters, which I don't think anyone has talked about since they came out. Uh, and people seem to like them, definitely. They I think weren't worth it. You should buy a draft booster box.
0: If you're buying a booster box, sure, but I think if, you just buy, like, if you're just buying the odd pack to crack, then... I think they're the ones to go for still. like I really do. Yeah, probably.
1: Probably. Uh, they they're Generally, uh, the value... Because we, as a store, opened uh, a lot of both. Yeah. For Zendika Rising. And generally, in terms of the money spent per value you get, is about the same. If you spend £90 yeah. on a draft booster box, you will proportionally get the same value as if you spend £100, I want to say, on a set booster box. And then yeah, uh, occasionally sure. you'll get a really, really shit card <laughs> from the list. <laughs> uh, and occasionally you'll get a throwing Stone, I guess. So that's yeah. cool. But yeah, I think they'll try something different, something new. I can't really put my finger on what they would do, but collect boosters have been popular. Set boosters have existed. <laughs> VIP boosters have existed. So I think they'll just they'll try something else, some kind of new booster product, because they've done the theme boosters and stuff like that. It could be any, any, any kind of... Thing, but you know, tied to the like, I don't know, maybe like like tied tied to the D anD D set, you'll get a dice booster pack <laughs> that comes in a little cardboard box, and you get some kind of random dice, like they tried to do with the, the tokens, like the the ultra
0: tokens. yeah potentially yeah
1: you you open you open that, and and this time you've got the the kaya dice, and it has a little emblem on the six or the one that denotes kaya, and that's rarer than the one that denotes another thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, yeah, something like that, or just, you know... Even just as simple as, like,
0: all foil boosters. Like, every card in its foil.
1: Yeah, because we haven't decimated the price of foil cards enough. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Showcase boosters, all of the cards. Yeah, all the the cards are showcased. Showcase cards, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Which, I guess, is kind of like collector boosters anyway, but, you know, they could always take it that one step further.
1: Yeah, and just anything that's special is no longer special, and everyone owns a thousand copies of them, and everyone brings them to me in my store and says will you give me extra money for this because it's because it's the special uber cool printing? And I'll be like, no, it's actually worth less than the set card. Congratulations, you have no money. <laughs> I look forward to that. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Bet, but I this bet. is the special oh, oh, it's like Yeah, we have a thousand of them. <laughs> and we only have three of the normal set one because more of the, <laughs> more of the special showcase foils exist. Uh, yeah, I think they'll, they'll try something like that or they'll just arbitrarily change the number of cards in a booster pack and include two foils instead of one foil and, and that'll be a special different kind of booster pack because set boosters are like, are like turning the knob ever so slightly on what a booster pack is. yeah. And I think they'll, they'll try that and try and push it and maybe try and generate some more sales, but like this new special product isn't actually that special. As what's you likes to do? I, mean,
0: I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen it so many times this year already, like, your are right, set boosters, collector boosters were, I guess, last year, but I'm going to throw it in there. Uh, VIP boosters and Commander Legends boosters as well.
1: It seems to be the model they prefer over... Uh, masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. The, the you know the the special thing about booster packs was you can get a soul ring or a windswept teeth, and that's exciting. And they seem to prefer, which is a really good model and made a lot of sense and managed to sell terrible, terrible sets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the only card worth more than five pounds in Battle for Zendikar Zulamark. Everything else is sub five pounds. But that sold that set sold like crazy because you could open a scalding ton. Yeah, uh, and I think that was a great way to do that kind of thing, and they just stopped doing it. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, and it the, was
0: it was great until they ruined it instantly by yes. <laughs> with the you know, getting vacations. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. But this is the way that the model they've chosen to do just special boost products, and you know kind of what you're going to get in them. Yeah. and it follows the same, a similar rarity distribution to regular draft boosters. Yeah,
0: for
1: sure. So they'll do something like that, I imagine. Like you say, like all showcase boosters or all foil boosters or what have you. Yeah, or one with Dyson or something. Yeah, I think I think it'd be cool. I I, I won't buy any personally, but I'm sure I'll open a lot. <laughs> but that's my yeah sort of very <clears throat> like I said vanilla prediction. Cool. What's your next one?
0: Here we go. So my fifth one, final one. Let's get silly. Uh-oh. Uh. Innistrad vampires versus werewolves. It's a Twilight Secret Lair crossover.
1: I would buy so much of that.
0: I 100% think that it's going to happen. This is this is my my prediction. Like 100% my prediction. Uh, they they're going to do it. I think they they have quite a good track record showing that they're very behind the times when it comes to what's popular in, in their <laughs> natural
1: properties. So something that was, was popular in 2008 is what they'll choose.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a there'll be a Twilight secret lair, and then I, I think. There may even be like, like the the collector, I guess, like the showcase cards might be Twilight somehow, or you'll be able to get like, I think I think all, all I really want is just like a some sort of like uh, like Edward Cullen card, but oh it's got God. like a chase like a chase alt foil, like the Kaya yeah. did from from Conspiracy, where Uh-oh. it's got like a different foil version where it's all shiny and stuff.
1: Like- That'd be so good. I'd pay so much money for an Edward Cullen card. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. I,
0: you know, I think 2020's proven that they're willing to do anything, absolutely anything. Nothing is off the table, so we, we can get as outlandish as, as we want. And I only I don't think a, a Twilight tie-in for Innistrad werewolves versus vampires is, is outlandish at all, really. I think in the, in the scope of things. Would, so I think it's so 100% going to happen. I think there'll be a secret lair, and I really want them to be some sort of like chase, super foil Edward Cullen.
1: Or like a, a Chase Jacob that gets, like... It's, it's his werewolf printing as opposed to his human printing or something.
0: Yeah. Like oh, hell yeah. The card's furry or something. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait for that to get cogged with dirt and monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be amazing. I'd buy so many of those. Oh, that'd be great. Secret Lair Twilight or just... Maybe there's just... Yeah, the showcase is just Twilight <laughs> The Just cherry cards for two Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah that that sounds great. I'm absolutely in for that. Let's yeah, let's I, make that happen, I, please.
0: I, you said it. sounds it sounds sound very ridiculous, but at the same time, it, it's it's quite easy. We know whatever this Innistrad set's going to be, we know it's, it's is vampires and there's innistrad werewolves. Uh, I I couldn't even I couldn't even speculate how they're going to do it or what it's really going to be at this point, but. It, it makes sense to put a Twilight crossover in, I think, if we're working with 2020 Magic Logic. Just, uh, so let's do it. Uh, at some, I'm at some fully point, on board for that.
1: At some point during spring next year, just Hasbro uh, quietly acquire the, uh, the rights to Twilight merchandise.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we were right. We knew it. Edward Colour Masterpiece, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I love that prediction oh my next one's gonna feel, feel really boring work press to that
0: let's go for it what's your, what's your final one mine's
1: line? a nice one uh good we'll get to play paper magic in person again and we'll get oh, to go to magic fests
0: that is nice at
1: some point in 2021 please for the love of god
0: <laughs> December 2021 or just any
1: time <laughs> as long as it has the date yeah. 2021 uh we don't know at this point and you know there's also everything sort of up in the air but and you know there are lots of things to, to want to happen um There are lots of things that haven't been happening that are more important to care about than whether I get to sit across from a smelly person and play Legacy, but... uh, (laughs) I really want it to happen, and I really want to play Paper Magic again, uh, and I really want to go to a Magic Fest, and I want to just interact with Magic players not in front of a computer screen. Yeah. Uh, And I'm I'm hoping... I'm in exactly the same boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping beyond hope that things go right, and... You know, vaccine? That's happening, right? Yeah. Hopefully by, like, winter next year, maybe we'll all kind of be vaccinated and all the anti-vaxxers would have died. And I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. Which one do you hope for, that the anti-vaxxers die? Oh, yeah. No, both. cool, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and we can all go to a, a, a magic fest and I can buy everyone a coffee and then buy loads of shiny cards and, and just speak to people in person <laughs> I, yeah it's it, my it hope good. it's my hope and I really look forward to sitting down this time next year and being like what, what an absolute idiot I was for thinking that this is pandemic number seven <laughs> 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 and we've all died yeah that's, yeah, my, that's my last I, one I, I predict we'll be able to play Magic in person
0: it's a good it's a good nice prediction to end on and right? I, I really I really hope it comes true Um, I think yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're starting to see the, the rollout of a, of a vaccine in, in some places for some people from from next week, which is good, definitely, definitely good. Uh, they reckon it'll be sometime in the spring before, <laughs> before the majority of people are, are able to get the vaccine. I'm number six um,
1: on the UK government's list. Nice. I have an underlying health condition, so I'm number six. I just, Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> not even on the list. Or maybe maybe I do have an underlying health condition now. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I've got,
1: I've got the asthma, so uh, it's very important that I get a COVID vaccine. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh,
0: yeah, so yeah. maybe... It would it would just be nice. Like, you know, it, it, even if it isn't a GP, just like, like an FNM.
1: Yeah, this is the thing. I think I, maybe... I'm magic vests is probably a little too outlandish. <laughs> of all the predictions, yeah, that's, yeah. The, of all the predictions we've made, I think that's the most outlandish because they take a lot of preparation, a lot of money, a lot of time to to coordinate. So maybe, yeah, you know, say say everyone, to... let's let's give our fingers crossed. Maybe everyone's everyone's vaccinated by August, and it's kind of okay to go and do normal life again. It, it's kind of okay to live a normal life, and I, I I genuinely hope that's true. But then that would give them, you know, <laughs> in order for it to be in twenty twenty one it would involve like four months of of planning an entire GP anywhere in the world, so I would be surprised if that was to happen, but I just want Paper Magic to be a thing again that doesn't involve having to use a webcam
0: Yeah, for sure sure. It's been far too long
1: Yeah, I guess that's more of a hope than a prediction but things are finally trending in the right direction in spite of fascist governments trying to murder their own populace, so we can hope (laughs) and that's my hope (laughs) yeah, <laughs> the main thing I'm excited for after a global pandemic is to sit down across from people and play with small cardboard rectangles. What a great life I have! What a great person. I have. <laughs> Not like oh, yeah, like I hope everyone it, doesn't it, die.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it's a it's, it's definitely a nice prediction to end on. Um, I I really really miss Magic Fests. They were they were great fun. It's been far too long since I've been to one, um, and just that whole that whole sort of. It's the the magic experience going and, and seeing people from all over the country that you you only really get to interact with a little bit online and you get to just just do what like everything's on offer. You can play Legacy you can draft, you can you can cube, you can play commander, you can play a main event and you try to win some money. There's so many things you can do and just all of the, the vendors and the trading and all that side too. I just I miss it. I miss it all. I miss it all. They were really fun. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I hope that's a prediction that we see see come true.
1: I just really want to see you eat a seventeen pound pizza in two minutes flat again. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's my favourite times. Just watching you wolf down a pizza you've paid way too much money for in a convention centre. The dream.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, I think that's pretty much all we have time for this week. How do you feel about our predictions? Come let us know on social media, you can get us on Twitter, we are at hfdcast, facebook.com slash hfdcast. If you've really enjoyed anything you've heard today and would like to give back in a monetary amount, you can hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash of devastation, where tiers start from as little as $1 per month, that's roughly 20-25 cents per episode.
1: And there might be a vaccine coming, but Jesus Christ, winter's still going to be bleak, so if you need to keep your money or give it to people more deserving than two idiots talking about Magic of the gathering, then do that. Please, fully, fully agree on that one. Still stock up on beans, and if you live in the UK, Brexit's still happening, <laughs> <laughs> and we've been told to prepare for Brexit, and it's happening in less than a month, and we don't know what's happening. Uh, you can find the podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe there's yeah. others. That sounds about right.
0: <laughs> this is less regular. Pretty much, pretty much anywhere you, you find your podcast,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do. Uh, if you want to go to one of those those places and leave us a review or a comment or, or like it or anything like that, uh, we'd really appreciate it because it helps us get the podcast out to more people.
0: Yeah, if you want to find me on my own personal social, social media, I'll try that one again. If you want to find me on my own personal social media on Twitter? I am at Peach Garden Oath. On Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon. You can find me in pretty much any of the magic groups, uh, and I'm also streaming on Twitch. So it's Twitch.tv/slash Peach you can find me most weekends. Uh, sometimes I'm around Monday or Tuesday nights as well. Best thing to do is give me a follow, and you can see when I'm going live, I'm playing all sorts of things on there, not just magic at the moment.
1: Who would play magic? That would a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. You can. Uh, where can people
0: find you on the internet, Sam? You
1: can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. Or I'm just tweeting about tories and the new World of Warcraft expansion. <laughs> <laughs> and also, sell me your magic cards, please. Sell Magic the Gathering cards to me. Send me a DM on Twitter. I want to buy your magic cards.
0: Yeah, I would fully, fully recommend you doing that.
1: That includes yeah, you, Joe. Send me your magic cards.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to save mine and sell them for big bucks in the future. That's my plan.
1: I'll give you big bucks. Yeah? I'll give you more than you would have sold them at a GP for. Uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: <laughs> awesome, so that's pretty much all we have time for this week. Once again, we're approaching the second hour. Godvera has returned, so see you again next time on Our Devastation.